five, four, three, two, one. I'm John Miglosh for the WDMA. We're going to be talking about how whacked out American marketing is with deliberate ignorance of effectiveness. But first, we're going to we're going to have some fun from Amy Houston at the drum. Uh, and here comes the Tabby commercial. Ladies and gentlemen, the Armstrong sisters. Death the halls with bows of holly. Fa la 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 la. Tis season to be jolly. Fa la 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 la. Don't tell our Carol. Fa la 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 la. Troll each a yuletide carol. There's a cat. Is your cat too cool for the holiday? You have Implementation's Creamy Puree. Oh, that's great. Did you see the look that cat gave her when she wanted to get him off the piano? Uh, and now the cat has got little, is in a little Santa outfit and happy on her lap. <laughs> what a great product. How could you not want that for your cat? Let's get this cat shaped up for this holiday, especially our for our family photo shoot. Look at that, how lovely that is. All right, now let's get back to the backstory, as you all are desperately waiting for, right? Okay, ad of the day. Tone Deaf Tabby Tinkles the Ivories Terribly in Temptations TV ad. Oh, Amy, that's one of your best headlines ever. I got to give it that. <laughs> the furry feline upsets festive fun. <laughs> She's on a roll here, <laughs> only to be placated by Temptation's treat. So it's a retro thing. It's created by Adam and Eve. And and part of why I wanted to mention this is that Adam and Eve used to do the John Lewis commercials. And we watched the John Lewis, the most awful Christmas commercial probably I've ever seen, where where John Lewis, uh, where, where they... They have a, a monster Venus flytrap bringing back uh, <laughs> bringing back memories for me of my little shop of horrors. I think I thought they were gonna it was gonna eat the kid when he's petting the thing at the end. <laughs> oh gosh, I hated that. And but that wasn't from Adam and Eve. Adam and Eve did the great one last year with the with the old guy, you know, like me, trying to learn to skateboard because they were they were. Uh, adopting a foster child who liked to skateboard. That was her, her big thing. And so he was learning to skateboard so he could do it with her uh, before she arrived. And that was just such a tearjerker, such a great commercial uh, for John Lewis. But anyway, this one, this year, that was from Adam and Eve. But they fired Adam and Eve and they went to uh, Sachi and Sachi, I think. And it was, I thought it was one of the worst commercials Christmas commercials I've ever seen. I've seen plenty of bad ones, I have to say. So it wasn't probably the worst, but it was one of the worst. So I was happy that this one was another, uh, in my opinion, smash hit by Adam and Eve. I don't know anybody there, but uh, I'm going to reach out to Richard Bim Brim. It says, every cat thinks they're too cool to participate in the holiday fun. <laughs> That's probably true. But we know that cool exterior will crumble in the face of the temptations, creamy, Purry. So if you have a cat or love a cat or want your cat to behave, get the temptations. Creamy puree. 
Effectiveness ignorance has left American marketing lagging behind the rest of the world. And you might want to say, Mark, has left it ineffective, right? If you don't know what makes an ad effective, then how in the world are you going to make it more effective, right? You're ignoring all of the work. And to his credit, Mark has helped me understand more more about marketing than any course I never took. Well, that's not true. I I did go to Bob Stone's direct marketing certification, which was excellent, Um, mostly because we got some really good practitioners. But 30 years ago, uh, he got he was finishing up his Ph.D. And at Wharton Business School and some of the great marketing people were there about that same year. My career ended with the internet when everybody found out they could market for free and they could measure everything. That's what the internet gave me. Um, you know, I used to be really, <laughs> I used to be really well known and all that. And then the internet came along and everybody decided that all they needed to do was build a website and didn't have to know what they were doing at all. No. No real testing, just measure. Measure is the same as testing. No, it's not. Okay, so the faculty was godlike. He presented his paper for his PhD, and they said, that was weird, back to work. <laughs> and he realized that either he had to keep going on his track and be a mediocre professor who was a star in his own lecture hall, and that was it, or he was going to have to double down and figure out with his advisors and with the resources at Wharton, what was wrong with his, what was wrong with his, uh, with his research and his thesis and all the rest of it. He said he realized his PhD was not good enough and he was going to try instead to become an American grade marketing professor. And that was pretty cool. I really liked that. Yeah. If you don't face that in graduate school, you probably never will because you'll get out with the rest of the mediocre crowd who'll tell you not to work so hard and don't be so curious and you're doing way too much work. That client doesn't deserve it, you know, and I'm doing it to, de- to this day. <laughs> Digging into stuff, seeing what I can figure out. Do I get, does it get remit, re, remit, 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 remunerated? No. Marketing was a decade ahead of anything else in the UK, right? And my guess is it had a lot to do with direct marketing because America had a richer heritage of that. But, and it was pretty hot from about the mid or late 80s till about the mid 90s. And then all of a sudden the internet came along and that was it. Uh, And he has some great backstory. Americans are my favorite people. Uh, He said if he were, if he wouldn't have married this Australian wife, uh, he would be be happy. He would be here now, happy with a big bucket of coffee, which sounds like here, <laughs> higher cholesterol, and a season ticket for Fenway. Wow, how cool is that? It's one of the parks I've never been to. I've been to a lot of parks, baseball parks, but I haven't been to Fenway. Okay, and he wanted to call us out, America. You are behind. Uh, there are passionate discussions on LinkedIn. Hopefully, I'm involved in some of them. Uh, ESOV, distinctive assets, attention theory. You know, he stretches me. I try to pull him in every time he writes anything. But he says Americans are not involved. Mark, you could write me back. Let's start some trouble. 
Germans are, Brits are, Aussies are, randos from South Africa are, Singaporeans drop by, but people from the biggest marketing country in the world rarely input or react. Only bad marketers think more messages mean more effectiveness. Which brings me to my illustration for today. Over here, I posted this yesterday uh, at on LinkedIn. Here's the ad age emails I got. Look at this. It just fits. It happens to just fit nicely on the screen. Okay. 21 emails in two days from 5.26 a.m. Monday morning till 4 p.m. Monday afternoon from 5.25 a.m. Tuesday morning to 4.05 p.m. on, you know, that's 5 o'clock in New York. So about every hour. They're all unique, unique subject lines, okay? I didn't, I didn't unsubscribe, but I doubt if they're effective. Instead, I built a filter. For those of you who don't know how to run your email, you can make filters. The from contains ad age. The subject contains ad age. The subject contains ad space age. I see it both ways. And uh, that way we catch them all. And therefore, they won't know that I'm not opening them. They probably will think I am opening them because my, my email filter probably will open them. And if not, I'll build another one in my other email system, which will definitely open them first before they put them in the trash. I have that power so that they believe that they are effective. And this is the kind of effectiveness measurement that is making America mediocre. Make America mediocre. <laughs> Ma'am. Instead of mega. Anyway, so uh, he was listening to On Strategy. Fergus O'Carroll does a podcast, and um, I haven't listened to it, but he. But if Mark says it's great, it probably is. And he was talking about this effectiveness, uh, the the, the lack of effectiveness or culture of effectiveness. Um, and he thought maybe we could at least explore the components of effectiveness and the philosophy that underpins it. Those of you who know me know I have an MA in philosophy, epistemology, philosophy of science. I think that was a far better background than marketing, to be honest. So uh, then Jeff Corey, um, the CSO at American Agency, mischief mischief said uh we don't mind effectiveness in theory but we're doing effectiveness in practice there's a cynical expression in the ad agency business when i was at the ad agency they said effective advertising is what's approved by the client you know so we get paid and that really is about right um he said it would be useful to talk about all this theory if we could get the clients to pay attention to it you know that never really drove me, you know, in, in my 25 plus 28 years of modeling so far, uh, I've never really had any clients pay attention to it. You know, Dick Cabela was one of the few that really wanted to know what it was doing. And I have to say the guys at Adobe, they were, they, we had a, we had a, a good session where I was showing them how we could, 
we could have a pizza night with the employees and and guess which variables mattered most in which offers and they thought that would be fun but we never did it because we doubled their size in six months and then i got fired um no no good deed goes unpunished but i think they would have liked it they hired me again later uh, but again we were very successful and they sold out again so yes you want to extrapolate to theory if you stay specific you don't have explanation and you don't get theory and without theory you can't extrapolate to the future you don't have predictive anything you just have well this worked this day and you don't worry about why and that's really you know I I really found that that direct marketing techniques testing uh, experimental design um, really really careful <laughs> front-end planning and back-end analysis getting it down to EBITDA the careful accounting it just didn't exist you know, they ran a commercial, and if the store was full, that was all they worried about. And in defense of that, the client probably didn't share most of their data with them anyway. You know, I was talking with the head of one of the best direct marketing agencies, and they said, we don't really know the results. You know, we may get, we may hear the response rate, but we certainly don't know about the bottom line profit uh, of any particular campaign. Well, then I'd say you're selling it wrong because talk to the CFO he wants to know he'd like to know if you can prove that the advertising is effective but we're not even trying we're just taking the check and going on a picnic the idea of berating American business for not reading enough Benet and Field is not going to happen Tom Morton said okay and you know this is a great article this is a great article I'm going to tag all these people right and uh, and I think Mark is right. I think that these explanations are bullshit. I think that I think that American. Well, you can see I usually have British TV commercials because I think they're funny. You know, they're they're worried more about selling something. They want to sell that temptation puree. Okay, and I wouldn't have known about. Aaron Ehrenberg Brass or Field and Benet, I think that, I think top people at both places are now connected with me, all because of Mark Ritson, because I tag him and I talk about him, and I try to understand it. I really do. And, uh, yeah, and he makes a point. He says, yeah, we could change jam to jelly and use Google to work out that ITV is a bit like NBC and everything could be clear. But you're not going to get much sympathy from Germans, Mexicans, or Chinese about having to learn English before they could decipher the world of marketing. See how much sympathy they have for your plight. Yeah, right. It's, about, it's mostly about laziness, I think. It's mostly about that. Ignorance of effectiveness is the reason the U.S. marketing lags behind other marketing cultures, right? And if you really want to know about effectiveness and you really want to measure long-term and short-term, the long and short of it, as Mark Ritson would say, direct marketing is the place. Direct marketing has more tools to really understand the marketing and the effectiveness than anything else. And then you apply that to your mass media and to your advertising and to your creative and to your social I'm struck by how much money, I'm always struck by how much money and time American teams spend on stuff other than understanding marketing properly. 
That will always be my conviction and why I'm tirelessly promoting direct marketing till the day I die or I can't coherently discuss it anymore. <laughs> They're more worried about multiple pointless tech stacks or ESG. Absolutely right. Um, three great American marketers who have all chosen to work within other departments within their firms. Not marketing, to avoid the BS and to do proper marketing, right? And that's why my, my favorite clients have always been owner operators, founders, that sort of thing, because they cared. They cared about effectiveness. You know, I couldn't work in big, big, big companies too long because usually we made too much money too fast and they sold that division. <laughs> but they really didn't care about effectiveness. They cared about making a quick return on their value on the company valuation. There are great marketers. Although well, yesterday I was at, I was laughing at McDonald's. <laughs> Looks like my feed stopped again. Um, I'm not trying, Mark says, I'm not trying to portray all American marketers as subpar. Just most of them. I'll say that again in case it got eaten. Mark Ritson says, I'm not trying to portray all American marketers as subpar, just most of them. And if you're picking up on this last bit, um, I want to encourage you to go back to the other piece that LinkedIn will have cut in half and listen to that where I talk about this is a long piece and it's worth a read. You can get it on WDMA.org. I had a great conversation yesterday with a uh, a new company, relatively new company, that's doing, um, that's using AI to front the machine learning and doing direct mail. And now they're introducing some predictive modeling, uh, look-alike modeling tools. And we talked, and I laughed, of course, about how that probably isn't real. And they agreed with everything I said. We had a great conversation. But I said, you're very wise in selling it as Lookalike modeling. We won't get into that today because that's what people think they can do. They think they can buy that. They think they can do that on their own. Uh, that's what they want. So sell what they want, and then maybe later you'll teach them what they really, what really actually works in the real world. Um, so, you know, feelings. Marketers in America worry about feelings getting hurt by singling out someone. You know, I I heard once that I had a reputation for getting people fired. Yeah, maybe because they weren't effective. Everyone is so worried about the optics. No one is looking at the customer anymore. And that's the tools of direct marketing. So that's enough for today. There's a lot of great Cohen Powell's. He's uh, he's uh, from Belgium. <laughs> it says earlier up, but he's but he he's been here a long time. So. Most marketers are, and marketing practitioners are not interested unless their bosses, funders force them to. Also true. And the sad part is the bosses don't understand it either. So they put it over on them. Okay, we're over, there's an over-focus on efficiency instead of whether their ads reach their objective. Right. See my bit on ad age. Have a great day. Like and share. The articles are available at WDMA in the members section. Join, support this craziness, help an influencer out, <laughs> share, repost. Your friends will know you're smart. Bye-bye.